Welcome to Massive Late Fee. And now your hosts, Mark and Carol. <laughs> well, hello everyone. Welcome back to Massive Late Fee. My name is Mark. With me as always is my girlfriend Carol. How are you doing, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not doing as good as you, apparently. Why? I was just, it was, your eyes were closed. He's the a music freak. music was playing. He's a freak. And I was dancing right in front of your face. Yeah, I opened my eyes to his grinning face right in mine. <laughs> well, he's just jiving around. It is March 16th, 1996. One more day till St. Patty's Day. Woo, woo. I hate you saying Patty's Day. All right. Get the green beer. Is that a good? Is that a good Irish brogue? You think? No. Aye, laddie. <laughs> Isn't that Scottish? What you're doing right there? No. Scottish would be like this is Scottish. Oh my. You know, like uh, like Sean Connery. Okay. This is this is Scottish money, Penny. Like this. That's how we talk in Scotland. Watch <laughs> out with, with Irish. It's like you're yeah, like an Irish. <laughs> <laughs> so you think Irish people talk like uh, leprechauns? Yes. Okay. I do. I see. I believe they all look like leprechauns with giant hats. <laughs> I've never been to Ireland. So I, you just picture in a country full of the dude from the Lucky Charms box. Correct. Okay. Lucky from the Lucky Charms box. Got it. And palm trees. Right. That's what I picture when I picture Ireland. See, I don't picture palm trees. I picture sprawling hills with sheep on them. Oh, hey, lassie. Hey, lassie. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm not a laddie. Hey, lassie. Weirdo. Bonnie lass. Okay. Uh, anyway. You freak. <laughs> we got a lot of news today. Well, let's get to it. Speaking of freaks. And geeks. Apparently... I don't know what that is, but apparently <laughs> scam artists have been working Hollywood's B-list. That's uh, This is like a double ouch for the celebrities involved in this because they're being called the B-list and they're being impl- implicated in some of these scam artists. But it is specifically, there's a dark side to the lucrative world of 900 numbers. Okay, I kind of thought it was a dark side all on its own. Recently, Bob Eubanks. Do you remember Bob Eubanks? from Name rings a bell. From the Newlywed game. He was the host of the Newlywed game. Oh, okay, yeah. He was a spokesman for a 900 number dating service that is now being sued because the investors feel as if they've been scammed. Now, Bob Eubanks is not being accused of any wrongdoing. Because he's just the spokesperson. Yeah, he was just hired by the company to do the commercials. But apparently many uh, 900 numbers are using celebrities in this way. Okay. And it's uh, it's tarnishing things. Uh, like LaToya Jackson uh, has been involved, I'm sure you remember, in, in some, some 900 number stuff and, and some other people. Let me ask you a question, though. Hmm. What got me thinking, this, this is what the story got me thinking about. Have you ever dialed any 900 numbers Yes, I have. Have you? Have you? Yeah. What what 900 numbers have you dialed? I don't know. One of the sex ones. <laughs> oh, did you? But I didn't, like, actually pay for anything. I just called long enough to hear the introduction thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the uh, welcome to 1-900-555-WET <laughs> with two Ts. Right. No. It's just, um, it's just five ninety nine a minute. I would we're, never. We're waiting to hear from you. I would never pay to dirty talk with a stranger. No, but you get paid to dirty talk with a stranger. Why do you say that so matter-of-factly? Because that's partially what we do here, I guess. <laughs> we do not. Not really, no. You weirdo. You I don't know the, what you think we're doing. You've got the voice for it. Let me see your hands. You've got the voice. Hand check. See my hands. <laughs> you've got the voice for it. Aw, thanks. You're welcome. And you've got the body to be a prostitute. (gasps) 
That's a compliment too, right? No, like you fa- freak. Like a thousand dollar a night prostitute, like like a high class call girl, like Julia Roberts. Sorry, call girl. That's what I meant. Julia Roberts. Call girl. That's who I look like. That's yeah. what you're saying. No, you don't look like Julia Roberts. You're much prettier than Julia <laughs> Roberts. But yes, like a call girl, like that. You look more like Laura San Giacomo in that. That's the her friend in that movie. Okay. The the friend that's the prostitute friend that she's with that's also in the apartment. That's who you kind of look like. She was in a movie called Sex Lies and Videotape. Uh, I think two years ago. Huh. Yeah. I kind of remember watching that. Have you have you called any other nine hundred numbers though? No, you. My, my question: What like, what other nine hundred numbers are there? Like the psychic hotline and stuff like that. There's those where they do the tarot readings and stuff like that. No, if I was going to pay for that, I would do it in person. Yeah, I can see that. Like I would there's like a to. Lot of, there's a lot of those around. Yeah, I'd like to go see a psychic and have, get a reading. Like we could probably do that in like Ann Arbor or something. We should. They have a lot of. We should invite a psychic here to do a reading live on tape. Ooh, that would be fun. Yeah. Oh, I think I know who we should invite. They could they could predict our future. Who? I do. I know who we could invite. Who, who is it? Um, our friend Melissa. Oh yeah, because we do know a psychic. That's true. Yeah. She she could read our palms or whatever live <laughs> on tape, and she could tell us what our future holds twenty five years from now. Yeah, I don't think she's a palm reader. In the the wild days of what's twenty five years from now? Uh, uh twenty. 2021. Wow. That's the Roaring 20s back again. That's insane. Yeah. Hopefully not a huge stock market crash like the 20s. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, speaking of stock market crashing, though, if this man wins the presidency, maybe the stock market will crash. Uh-oh. Who? What, Bob Dole. Bob Dole is apparently uh, rocketed through the South, taking most of the the primaries there, and now is headed north. Bob Dole will probably, it looks like an all, you know, for all intent and purposes, it's basically over. But it looks like Bob Dole is going to win the Republican nomination for President of the United States. And this November, will face off against President William Jefferson Clinton. Didn't he run last time, too? No. No, last time it was incumbent President George H.W. Bush, who ran again for a second term against... Uh, you know, Bill Clinton and Bill Clinton won. That was 1992, uh, darling. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Forget about that, huh? Wasn't Ross Perot running too? Ross Perot ran in 1992, yes. And I think there are rumblings. I think he's probably going to run again this time as well. But yes, Ross Perot ran in 1992 as a third party candidate. Ross Perot! Now, 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 now. Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? I don't know. Can you? Can I finish? Sounds like no. Can I finish? I don't think anybody would finish with you either. Can I finish? No. Now, you can't trust the government. Now, 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 now. Government wants to take your money. I got all money in the world. I'm a billionaire. I don't need your money. I'll pay off national debt like that. Then go relax on a beach. <laughs> That's a good Ross Perot. Sure. It's a really good Ross Perot. Good job. I, I have no idea if you I can't do George job. Bush as much, but... Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Now you sound like Nick Cage. Can I? T- <laughs> Not gonna do it. <laughs> Can I do Bill Clinton? I don't know. Uh, uh, I'll feel your pain. Yeah, that's decent, Bill Clinton. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's. Oh, let's uh. Go further. Anyway, yeah. Let's let's move on. Kara wants to move on. She doesn't like talking about politics. I don't. Sorry, this is not about, a politics. Sorry, show. talking about politics, everybody. I just it was in the news. I thought I'd I'd mention it. Also, not talking about politics. Uh, pro basketball player uh, Mahmoud Abdul Rauf Rauf Rauf. Uh, yeah, was suspended. Sounds like you're eating Rauf. Okay. <laughs> he was suspended by the NBA. Because he refused to stand for the national anthem. Why? Because he's Muslim, and he says that his his uh, religion negates him standing for the national anthem. Okay, is he an American? Uh, that is an interesting question. I don't know. Because, like, 
if he's not an American, I don't think it's right to demand he stand for the national anthem. But if he is, he should be demanded to stand for the national well, anthem. Well, no, but it's like I, I'm just curious. Like, is he the only Muslim in the country? Like, why has this not come up before? Well, he. I think he's one of the only Muslims in in the NBA, if not the only Muslim in the NBA. But I mean, however, it's... he has said now that he will stand for the national anthem and say a silent prayer while standing for the national anthem. And they have now rescinded his his suspension. My question is, though, like, who fucking cares? It's right? a, it's a basketball game. Why are we even playing the national anthem before a basketball game? You don't go to a movie theater and it's like, okay, stand for the national anthem before fucking Tootsie starts. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Who cares? I, I don't, I don't know. And it seems like. Like we're bullying him. I, I don't like it. I agree. I don't like it either. But it's a, there's a whole. What happened to freedom of speech? Right, freedom of expression. He can't fucking uh, or freedom of religion. Yeah, he can't fucking uh, not stand for the national anthem. Who gives a shit? Why would anyone ever care if an athlete didn't stand for the national anthem? I don't. Who know. cares? And like I said, that this happens in football. This happens in baseball. This happens in hockey, even too. Yeah. They play the national anthem before every sporting event. Why? I don't know. What do sports and government have to do with one yeah, another? Like Americana and shit like that. It's not school. I don't fucking get it. Right? It makes no sense. It's dumb. Anyway. Uh, I pledge allegiance to the flag. <laughs> Speaking of dumb, filmmakers uh, are being accused of swiping AIDS tail. That's the, uh, the headline here. Philadelphia, the producers of Philadelphia are being accused of stealing uh, Jeffrey Bowers, who's dead, uh, life story. Apparently in 1987, uh, he won a discrimination case against uh, his former employer. He was a lawyer, so very similar to the film. Right. Uh, TriStar, it says TriStar Pictures misrepresented the origins of the film's screenplay. The family is seeking an unspecified amount of damages and public acknowledgement that Philadelphia was based on Bauer's experience. Wow. Uh, according to the filmmakers, they basically say it was based on a lot of things, including Bauer's story, but also other, other things, well, other, other discrimination cases as well. Then they should pay the family because they're stealing their deceased one story. I mean, I agree. If you're saying that, well, yeah, I mean, it's based on his story, but it's like also based on other people's stories that we're also not acknowledging. It's like, right. Yeah. Just pay him. Just pay him some money. Fuck. He made a bunch of money. Uh, Tom Hanks, career has been made on that. Now as a serious actor when he was a fucking goofball before. And now everyone considers him a serious actor. He was a goofball before? Yeah, he was mostly known for comedies. Okay, but I mean, I still thought he was a good actor. I think you can still... Just like Robin Williams is a good actor, and he's known for comedy. He was good and big, but that was probably maybe his most dramatic role, I guess. But I mean, like, no one was like, oh, Bachelor Party, The Burbs. What uh, dramatic turns? I mean, Philadelphia, and then Forrest Gump, and then uh, Apollo 13, these last three movies that he's made. I mean, that... You know, that's really solidified him as a serious actor. Yeah, well, I mean, I think uh, Forrest Gump had a lot to do with that as well as Apollo 13. Yeah, but he uh, but he won the Academy Award for Philadelphia. Yeah, okay. You're right. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to put that on the loop. <laughs> Speaking of loops, uh, maybe we'll do the loop-to-loop when we go to... The hottest new club. Do you want to go to the hottest new club, Carol? Not if you're going to make me do a loop to loop. <laughs> uh, White Star Nightclub in Hamtramck. Hmm. Dancers of many nationalities groove and grind to a European disco beat. That sounds dirty. It's a European disco uh, club, basically. Grinding to European disco music. Hell yeah. Many nationalities all coming together. Oh, wow. <laughs> You're gross. There's something eerily familiar about this. The glitzy plastic dance floor with blazing light streaming from underneath. The shuddering beat of the music. The sweaty couples whirling and groping as they move around the floor. But there's something slightly curious about it, too. Perhaps it's the fragrance of vodka that fills the air. Or the acrid smell of cigarettes that were rolled somewhere far beyond the Carolinas. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's as if a time machine had brought back a little piece of the Brook- Brooklyn John Travolta's Saturday Night Fever, where the Bee Gees ruled and polyester was the pinnacle of fashion. But this is Hamtramck. I'm not going to keep. Go- I'm not going to keep stealing your work, uh, David Lyman, whoever you are. Pretty well written though, better than a lot of the stuff in the free press. But yeah, that's. Uh, what do you think of that club? You want to go? You want to go clubbing? No. Why? Because that sounds intense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm uh, hip to hip to jive on that's that scene. Too or... much for you, huh? Hip to jive. Wow. Maybe not. Maybe you're not. <laughs> well, come on. Wasn't that 70s? Yeah, I don't think anyone ever said hip to jive, but yeah. <laughs> Those are different things. Really? Yeah, that'd be like saying, uh, that's pretty radical to awesome cool. <laughs> like, that's basically what you're saying. <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't I don't uh, really care for dancing. and um, I You don't... like grinding, though really care for sweat and um i don't care for foreign cigarettes and uh, Turkish delight <laughs> i don't know the whole thing just sounded weird also vodka does not have a smell yeah isn't it famously older yeah that was like the wrong <laughs> the wrong drink there anyway um so it smells like rubbing alcohol in here so that's just the uh, the douche that the uh, that the foreign ladies use. That's why <laughs> it's antiseptic. Um, no offense to Eastern Europeans that might be listening, but uh, we've got some we've got some. He mad- was talking about marijuana, right? I assume no. I actually I, I think he was talking about like like Turkish tobacco cigarettes or something like that. So like European cigarettes. Yeah, that's why I, think I would try that. About. European cigarettes are are different. The the tobacco grown in Europe it just tastes different. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, now we got to go because I want to try one. Yeah, because we couldn't get that anywhere else. Uh, <laughs> um, massive love though this week, Carol. We got some massive love. Yeah, yeah, I love massive love. Uh, what this one I think is very funny to me for some reason. This is under travel companions. Okay. Okay. Wrestler. Single, white male, 40, 5'8", 155 pounds, looking for a serious workout partner. <laughs> I have so many questions. Right? First of all, is that all you're looking for, is a serious <laughs> workout partner in the personal lands? Two, why travel companions? You're going to, like, travel the country wrestling each other? Like, what the fuck? Well, here's what I think. Okay, I yeah. think that they are actually looking for someone to date that also enjoys travel and exercise but they just worded it really poorly but it's for travel partners like to travel with each other not like male seeking female not sports partners not companionship travel partners i don't know yeah it makes no sense uh how about this one a special these this is a lot of these that i found this week are in the female seeking male there's some golden ones in here. Okay. Uh, a special female seeking a special male, 21 to 24, real tight window there. Right. Who likes kids. Oh. <laughs> Unemployed. What? And like to travel. <laughs> what? Now, is she saying that she's unemployed and she likes to yes. travel? Or she's looking for someone who's unemployed and likes to travel? She has a kid. Yep. She is 21. More kids. More than one kid. Um, she, yeah. Probably because she said likes kids. So, okay. So she started popping out babies when she was a teenager. Oh, holy shit, yeah. And now she's unemployed and looking for a sugar daddy who will take them to Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We like to travel. Come on, daddy. <laughs> Except I shouldn't say sugar daddy because she only wants a guy who's 21 to 24. Good luck. Yeah, no kidding. Find one of those uh, those fucking entrepreneurs, I guess, huh? Right. You know what I really want to do one day? What do you want to do, babe? I want to cut up this paper and play matchmaker. <laughs> that's not a bad idea Make at all. Make them little cards. And, yeah. Yeah, that's not a bad idea at all. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Beautiful Russian woman. 
32, 5'5", five, five, 130 pounds. One child enjoys theater, opera, sports, dancing, outdoors, seeks professional white male, uh, 248. That's all it says. 248. What? Up to 48, I'm guessing, is what she's okay. saying. For marriage. <laughs> Specifically for marriage. That's it. Wow. Are you looking for a Russian mail order bride? Look no farther. But I mean, she's already here. So. But maybe she's not legal. Maybe she. Maybe mm-hmm. she's a foreign, whatever, alien or something, whatever they call them. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. It's a weird thing to put in the paper. I agree. Beautiful inside out. So is she inside <laughs> oh, out? God. She's an inside out woman. <laughs> she's like, uh, pe- pe- was it Penny or who was it? Or that little the kid. I can't remember. She was like the kid that 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 swung swung on the swings over the the bar and turned inside out. Ew! You don't remember that claymation thing? No. The kid like went over the bar and turned inside out. What in the actual the fuck organs. are you talking about? It was a claymation thing. I I don't like think I Saturday, ever saw that. It's like on Saturday morning well, cartoons yeah, I or something. I don't like think so. No. <laughs> Beautiful inside out Southern Belle. God. 4857. Full figured, God fearing, heartful, versatile, very versatile, I guess, fun, full of life, black female, so she's black, seeking companion, 45 to 60. And then it says, be honest with an exclamation Someone has been uh, someone's been lied to in the past. <laughs> if you don't like me being inside out, just be honest about it. <laughs> what do you think of the beautiful Southern Belle? All I can picture is like Scarlett O'Hara, but inside out, and it oh. makes me want to vomit. Jesus <laughs> Black female seeking Robert De Niro type. Uh, from what I've heard. You are his type. <laughs> he likes to date black women, apparently. Uh, black female seeking Robert De Niro type, 20 to 40. Race, no barrier. But you're seeking a Robert De Niro type, so... Well... That, maybe, I mean, he has a specific race. He does, but she's just letting the guys know that if they're interested, she'll give him a shot. But what's a Robert De Niro type, then? Tough. Oh, okay. Someone that'll beat the fuck out of somebody. Right. <laughs> Somebody who you meet and think, you're in the mafia. Do you think you're a Robert De Niro type? A <laughs> little bit. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, Let's see. What else we got here? Okay, here we go. Okay. Hi, this is Champagne. I'm 19, 5'4", 140 pounds, Long black hair, pretty brown eyes, beautiful smile. I like swimming, dancing, running, playing ball, and romance. If you think you're that type of guy, I'd like to be hearing from you soon. What the fuck? Are you a stripper? I don't understand so much. Ow. Sorry, I don't understand so much of this of this thing. First of all, why? First of all, why use why use a fake name? No one right. else in here uses a name. Right. So why anoint yourself champagne? In quotes. Right. And then say that you like swimming, dancing, running, playing ball. I, Obviously kind, you like to dance. What kind of ball? <laughs> right. <laughs> and yes, yeah, she likes playing with balls too. And there you go. And romance. If you're that type of guy, what type of guy? The I type think of guy who likes to swim, dance, run, play ball? Apparently. And romance? She wants a guy who's romantic and athletic. Okay. I guess. And doesn't mind that she's a stripper. <laughs> so she's throwing it out there. Please welcome champagne to the main stage. <laughs> Come on, could it mean anything else? I mean, her obviously her real name isn't Champagne. No, no, no parents are saying we're going to name our daughter Champagne. Well, I don't know. I mean, there's brandies out there. Yeah, but still, I, does does the name Brandy predate the alcohol Brandy? I wonder. I, don't know. I highly doubt it. 
But still, Champagne is just, that's a stripper name. It's totally a stripper name. Maybe um, Champagne's mama was also a stripper, and so she was trying to just give her the best stripper name she could think of, (laughs) because she knew where it was heading. How about this one? Where's this one headed? Oakland, California native, black female, seeking to start a long-distance liaison with a a well-established Detroit single black male. Me. 43, no dependents, chaste, homeowner, independent, ex-flight attendant. Well, what do you do now? Fabric design student. Oh, you're a fabric design student. Okay. Five, six, clear, medium brown skin. Okay. So, oh, I get it. So, her. okay. She's not broken out in zits. Right. I, I was like, how can you be clear? Isn't that a contradiction? Like, my skin is clear, but also medium brown, but it's not translucent. She's, <laughs> I would hope she's, not. She's a me- medium dark uh, black <laughs> black woman with clear skin. I get it. Neatly braided brown hair, big medium brown eyes. She's got a lot of medium stuff. You, 40 plus, 190 pounds plus, non-smoker, drug-free, believe in God, kids okay, blue collar or self-employed, working artist okay, curious about West Coast, object Friendly conversation and quiet evenings at home. I'll come there or you can come here. She wants someone to travel across the country to Oakland, California to meet up with her for a liaison or she'll come here, but she's chased (laughs) and her object is friendly conversation and quiet evenings at home. So she's going to fly across the country. To have a quiet evening at home with some guy. She's married, right? Well. Like, I mean, like, what? Who? You <laughs> You could easily find this in Oakland, California. I mean, maybe not a guy that doesn't want to fuck, but like, I don't, what? Well, I mean, first of all, she's got to have a lot of money based on the size of this ad. Yeah, she has the longest ad in the paper. Uh, but she's but she's a fabric design student, which I don't even know what that means. Yeah, um, I I'm really confused. But and she's forty three, mm-hmm. so she just quit her job as, as a, flight, a flight attendant and is a student. Maybe she just misses traveling, but then just travel. Yeah, you don't need to. Why and why here? Why Detroit? I right? mean, not that this isn't a great place to be, but it's not that great. But you do live, I mean, Oakland, California is not that great either. No offense. But I just, I don't, I don't get it. Las Vegas, Nevada, much more interesting and closer. Oh, yeah, much closer. Yeah, it's very, very weird. Yeah, I don't get it. Maybe she's smuggling something back and forth, and so she's constantly going from Detroit to Oakland. She's drug running. Yeah. That could be. She might be supplying the Detroit area heroin, uh scene i don't know and that's why she's an ex-flight attendant oh she got caught shame on you the dogs got her how fucking dare you (laughs) trying to besmirch our uh our fine city how about this one in alternative lifestyles aardvarks are not sensuous what the fuck (laughs) but i am what the fuck Okay, are they the first ad because they started with an A? Yeah, they two they they use that so that they could be the first because it's two A's. Wow, aardvarks are not sensuous, but I am. It's kind of cute. Handsome, athletic, and divorced white male. Oh, why are you divorced, sir? I can't, can't even <laughs> fathom. Thirty-eight, six-two, clean, safe, and discreet. Oh, another discreet one. With, we didn't hear the word discreet at all with no, the women. No. With enormous talent. Oh, enormous. And creativity. Huh? Seeking beautiful female for romance. He thinks it's enormous. Yeah. Somebody, one, a guy uh, said to me, well, a guy was talking one time, he was complaining about women to me one time. Uh-huh. And he was like, I don't know why uh, why women sit home with a, an eight inch toy when they could have the real thing. And I go, because the toy doesn't lie. <laughs> <laughs> Toy doesn't lie about being eight inches. 
<laughs> Husband and wife, both 30. Ex-models. Bullshit. She's six feet tall. And he's six five? Yes. Sorry for reading over your shoulder. Seeking attractive female to join us for sensuous experience. No males. So, like... They're, like, from the fucking Amazon. Like, what would that be like? Six-foot-tall woman, six-foot-five tall man. Like, a normal-sized person would just be dwarfed by these people. And they're both ex-models. I wouldn't want to be in that situation. Fuck like, what no. would you look like next to them? That's t- <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at that uh, happy couple walking down the street and the troll they're carrying. <laughs> God. Holy shit. <laughs> oh my god. It looks like something out of Tolkien. <laughs> um Yeah, that's crazy. I think that's where we're gonna end. Six for the five. Six five. Well, hey, six five, that's very tall for a man. But six foot for a woman, I mean that's, that's also very tall. That's almost like it's almost like a guy being seven feet tall. Six feet tall, so tall for a woman. That's like a foot taller than me. An entire foot. That's more than a foot taller than you. You're under five Oh, feet. hush. It's <laughs> a foot taller than me. Yeah. You're 4'11", right? And a half. <laughs> that half an inch is very important to me. Now, trust me, I know how much of a difference a half an inch can make, all right, so speaking of half measures, this week we half-assed this episode. <laughs> we we decided to give a gift to one of our favorite listeners, Scott. And we went way back into the Wayback Machine of f- like five years ago. Yeah, you owe us so much, by the way. And we watched hamburger the movie this is the worst fucking piece of shit garbage thing i've ever seen in my life ow sorry yeah it was not good (laughs) i've seen it before i okay i've only seen it on uh ronda shears usa up all night (laughs) um and so i've only seen the censored version of it okay and we saw we rented it uh, with shamed eyes, <laughs> we rented it from Blockbuster, and or actually, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to call it the name, but a local, a local video store that is not a chain, right? But anyway, uh, so we rented it from there, and so we saw the the uncensored version. So we got to see all the all the boobs, all the boobs, and the fake orgasms. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was like, was there? Because they don't really, they don't really show sex. But yeah, the the one. Yeah, no, they show no sex. They just show the mm-hmm. fakest orgasm ever. Well, you didn't believe her when she was eating the uh, the Chinese spare ribs. Or oh yeah, because I frequently sit down and eat a meal while I'm having an orgasm. Because that <laughs> sounds like a really safe and healthy thing to do. But you didn't love the joke where the guy said that he loves eating out. So funny, right? It's ter- terrible. It's all terrible. What about the the guy that was way too handsome for his own good? Every woman just threw himself at him, and he couldn't say no, apparently. Not even that cute. Not even a little bit cute. Like, no. He was okay. I mean, if he were a decent human being, I guess, maybe he'd be okay. <laughs> but why he do you wasn't. Think he, why do you think he was a bad person? Because he couldn't keep it in his pants. Well, he just, he's a, you know, he's a, a college guy. He can't accomplish anything. Apparently, his grandpa left, died and left him $200,000, but he has to get a degree in order to get it. We don't know why. His, his grandfather must have been really into higher education or something like that. So he finds a loophole where he can go to this hamburger university Clearly a play on McDonald's. Actually, right. I'm sorry. It's This is called Hamburger the Movie. Hamburger University is the real name oh. of McDonald's <laughs> University. This is called something else. Bronco whatever university or the name of the, the fake uh, fast food place. Right. But clearly it's a play on that. And 
what I don't understand is if all that he needs is a piece of paper that says that he got a higher education, just take a correspondence course. What are you going to fuck the mail lady? Like, <laughs> how's how are you going to get hurt that way? Well, I mean, and it's clearly like not the intended purpose. Okay, obviously he wanted you to get a real education, yeah, like not an actual college degree, a hamburger education. But he can own a franchise now. Yeah, he's going to use all his two hundred thousand dollars because they're expensive. And his buddy can, yeah, they are. And his buddy can uh, can have sex with the the owner's wife. So gross. And he can date the owner's uh, daughter. I what guess. did you think of the owner's wife? By the way, <laughs> I think she was supposed to be attractive, but she really wasn't that yeah. attractive. She looked like she was made of plastic yeah i think that i think she had a lot of work done yeah she she had that that weird thing of the like the neck and the upper chest area super thin and kind of bony mm-hmm. but then like big fake boobs underneath that right and yeah she she talked like this oh my god movie. and it was like yeah I, I don't i guess i I guess I understand what you're going for, but it's not funny. No, because she was supposed to be a bimbo, but she was supposed to be an old bimbo. Well, an older one, not as old as the guy. Yeah. And then, like, the fucking... And apparently she loved to eat. Yeah. She was obsessed with eating. But she was so thin, it made no sense. None of of this movie made sense. No, for sure. The, uh, The school counselor... Can't uh, keep her her arm or her hands off of this dude. So no one can keep their hands off of him. Yeah, he goes into and it's he doesn't even have to say anything. He just go like he goes into that one thing, and she's like, "Oh, why don't I give you my phone number?" And like every girl wants him. It's so weird. And they kidnap a black guy. Yeah, <laughs> they just what kidnap the a black guy off the streets and they throw him into this university. And Dick Butkus is like, he's like, "Why am I here?" What is going on? And he says, well, they told us that we don't have any black franchise owners. So you're going to graduate and we're going to give you a franchise. So dumb. We're kidnapping you and forcing you to do this university so that we can meet some sort of criteria. Yeah, because, you know, this guy had nothing going on. Like, you can just pick any random black person off the street and they can just do whatever you want. He was apparently a rock star. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, it was really weird. This whole movie was terrible. It was, um, it was something. I mean, it was so bad that it wasn't even, like, funny. Like, you know, sometimes it's fun to watch a bad movie and make fun of it. Mm -hmm. It was, like, boring bad. In the movie's defense, or I guess in our defense, or I don't, in the universe's defense for creating this. uh, The The universe is not responsible for this. (laughs) Well, it exists in the universe, so by definition, isn't the universe responsible in some way? The asshole who wrote the movie. Continue. Anyway, so, but the universe created him. Uh, Anyway, so, it's hard for a comedy to be like that. A lot of times, a horror movie or a, even like maybe a drama, although you rarely see that, like a sci-fi movie, things like that can be so bad that it ends up being funny and you laugh at it. Mm-hmm. It's hard, it's rare for that to happen to a comedy. A comedy rarely goes to to all the way to being so bad that it's funny once again. Right. It's really hard for a comedy to pull that kind of thing off. That makes sense. But it failed at everything it was trying to do. There's a lot of bad jokes in this. It's not even it's not sexy either. Like No. It's trying to be sexy, too. No. But it very much fails at that. I think probably the sexiest part is the part where the the uh, counselor or whatever is coming on to him. At the okay. Begin- at the beginning. Really? I mean, it kind of, yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't think that was sexy at all, either. Well, I mean, that I think that, I think that comes closest. <laughs> oh, you? Or maybe the making out in the shower at the very beginning. That was just more shocking. Okay. To see a movie open with that. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, there's not there's it's not very sexy. It, I think it wants to be 
Police Academy. It wants to be, although this might have come out before Police Academy, but it wants to be like like Porky's or Police Academy or Revenge of the Nerds or stuff like that. But it's, it's just not. It's not. It's not even close. It's not funny. It's not sexy. It's terrible. So, in conclusion, sorry, Scott. Don't don't rent this movie. Don't do it to yourself. It's not worth it. I mean, it it was kind of fun to see on Up All Night with Rhonda Shear, but on the USA Network. Does Rhonda Shear pipe in with funny comments or something? Kind of, yeah. I mean, she doesn't pipe in, but like in during commercial breaks, yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that might be nice then. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's the movie we saw. And it was, uh, yeah. I mean, we could have seen Executive Decision with Kurt Russell. That's what I wanted to see. I really didn't want to see that. I, 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 Steven Seagal's in it, and I do not like Steven Seagal movies. You don't like those kind of movies in general, I don't think, do you? Stupid action movies? No. I like good action movies. I don't like dumb action movies. I don't think it's an action movie. Action. It's like a thriller. You know what? No, I don't think it is a thriller either. I think it's like an action drama, and that's what I don't like. I like action comedy. I like action, just pure action movies, like Die Hard and stuff like that. Mm. I don't like action drama, where it's like, we're going to gin this up with a plot. Like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> I can see that. Anyway, but we did watch something else. We, yeah. we switched it up this week where we did the we did the... The TV show that we watched second because we had we had to talk about Hamburger the movie. Well, in in truth, I mean, we probably watched the TV show for longer than we watched Hamburger the movie. I we don't watched, know how it ends. We watched almost all of it. I mean, we we stopped it with about twenty minutes left to go. I had no interest in finding out how it ended. So, from memory, I think he just passes and gets a gets a franchise and he starts dating that girl and everything and of course cuz it all has to work out whatever yeah. and i think the guy i think his buddy just gets to fuck the the owner's wife behind <laughs> the owner's back pretty sure that's just how that ends yeah so we watched oh melrose place <laughs> It was it was also not good, guys. I'm no. sorry. Like I wish that this week we had something positive to say, but it was as bad as Hamburger the movie. It was not as bad as Hamburger the movie. Come on, Carol. Each each time that it went to commercial and it showed that slow motion <laughs> of like the last scene, it was like bam. <laughs> the guys looking at the picture, like it was really ridiculous. Yeah, I mean it's like it's like as cheesy. As a midday soap opera. It's worse. But it's trying to take itself seriously as a primetime show. The acting in Hamburger the movie was better. <laughs> right? Than this. I mean, like, lines were just delivered with no mm. emotion. And, yeah, I mean, like, they're pretty Do you people. have to arrest him? Right? That's a line read. Right. Do you have to arrest him? Said just like that. No desperation in the voice. No pleading, just that's the line. Mm-hmm. Hit your mark, say your line. I mean, there was this a must co- be the easiest. This must be the easiest TV show to film because it's one take for everything. Right? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I mean, there were a couple of vaguely interesting storylines going on. I guess, but they didn't do them right. Like they didn't. They just didn't work with what they had. Like, there's this one redheaded chick mm-hmm. who, I guess, has, like, multiple personality disorder or something. Something. She pushes a couch off the deck and sets it on fire. That's, like, the name of the episode is Burning Couches or something. And, you know, what? <laughs> what? It's called the Burning Couch, not, not Burning Couches. <laughs> we got Burning Couches over here. Um, isn't there a movie called The Burning Bed? Yes. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. So maybe they're trying to play on that. I don't know. But she burned her husband to death in a bed, right? Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. Good for her. Pretty dark. Because he was abusive, so good for her. But I'm assuming this girl had to have been like sexually abused or something because I don't know. Well, because she's talking about how dirty sex is. Like every time like yeah. the other one takes over, she's upset because she's with a guy. 
She was going to go Lorena Bobbin on the dude. Yeah. She went and got a knife and pulled back the cover. See, like, this is at least interesting. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, my God, is she really going to cut off his dick? But he woke up and she didn't. And, you know, <laughs> it was okay. He, he looked at her and he was like, are you going to give me a circumcision? <laughs> and then there was also, what was the other interesting thing? Oh, Nothing. Jake. Jake. From, yeah. Jake from uh, 902-0. He's, show. He's a bartender. And he's dating some corporate girl? I don't know. She's some blonde girl. I don't know if she if she's corporate or not. Was she blonde? Yeah. Short blonde hair. Okay. Yeah. Jane. 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 Jane Jane the gravy train. But she was at like some corporate party. That's why he was there. It was her work party. Well, she was at, I think they said it was like an art show. Oh. And I guess the dude stole her, her stuff. Her, her, like, art pieces. Okay. And she sabotaged the show, but she didn't know that it was going to ruin his career or something. That's what she said. See, I couldn't even, like, it was so boring and bad, I couldn't follow all the stuff they were talking about, so I just kind of tuned it out half the time. But um, he broke, he was all drunk, and he broke mm. up with her because of that thing she did. Yeah. And... Like, seconds later, some other girl sits in her chair at the bar. Immediately. <laughs> like, she just, out of nowhere... It was like women Pez dispensers. <laughs> right. <laughs> so like one left and the next one came up. And then she invites him to her hotel room. Like he's nice looking ish. Mm-hmm. He is not that good looking. She's she's like, oh, I'll make you forget all about her. And she was very, very forward. Yeah. And then he uses the key and goes in her room and she and he's like strings. And she's like, only these. And she's taking off her clothes. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, very cheesy. <clears throat> Only these strings attached, and then and she d- detaches them, so that so that her top comes off. Yeah, and then it goes, and then it goes to commercial, and it's like bam, <laughs> it's slow motion. Her taking her uh, her top off again, right? And the guy's eyes just getting huge. <laughs> like those must have been some shocking breasts, right? Um, and then it turns out he gets back together with the girlfriend and this girl is her assistant. All she has to do is say, yeah, I didn't think it was going to ruin his career, but I was mad. And he was like, oh, okay, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why, why was he so angry? Why, why did this make him angry enough to get drunk? If the solution on her part was being like, I should have told you about it. I was just really mad. I didn't know it was going to ruin his career. Well, here's the question though. Is that what made him get drunk? Or was he drunk, which then made him get mad? No, he was pissed before. Oh, when the when the black haired girl told him about it, when she showed him the pic, showed him the picture, mm. she's like, "I got proof." Does the black haired girl want to sleep with him too? I think so. Yeah, <sighs> they should all just get together. Everybody fuck, and then they'll be fine. They'll be done. It'll be <laughs> <laughs> take away all the tension. That's the the season the series finale. Right, <laughs> giant orgy at Melrose right. Place. I wouldn't put it past this show. They had um, Heather Locklear. Yeah, Heather Locklear's in this from Dynasty. She's really pretty. Like, she's probably the prettiest one. But, like, I was. I like that Courtney Thorne Smith. Which one's that? That's the other blonde one. The one that. The other corporate blonde one that's always like, Billy, why you gotta be like this person that's dead, apparently? (laughs) It's like you're. It's like you're her. You know what I noticed, though, is Heather Locklear's mouth looks like a tiger. <laughs> Her mouth looks like an entire tiger? No, it looks like a tiger's mouth. Oh, okay, I got you. Like, looking at her, like, I can picture her as a cat or a tiger or something. I don't know. But it's just because I was, that's how bored I was. That my brain started making her into a cat. <laughs> wow. It's a good time in here. You should join me. Yeah, in your brain? <laughs> I can imagine, can imagine that uh, that um, go to commercial sting. Oh God! Like, and Heather Lockley just morphs into a cat. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how terrible! How terrible is this show? Yeah, it's so crazy that like they're in their fourth season. Yeah, like this seems like a show that shouldn't have made it past season one. You know. Blockbuster has the tapes of the first couple seasons, uh-huh. and I know Kelly Taylor appears in like the first two episodes. Yeah, 
I almost think about going back to like renting that that tape, that first tape, uh-huh. and watching those first two episodes. But I don't know. I mean, do we really want to subject ourselves to Melrose Place? Did it start out this bad? That's what I want to know. Did it start out more like 90210, where it's like it's bad, but it's, you know, it's tolerable it's bad? It's good bad. It's yeah. not bad bad. Exactly. This is bad bad. This is, this, yeah. This is, I don't want to watch this show ever again bad. Mm-mm. No, no. My first ever experience watching this show, and I don't want to watch it again. It kind of ruined the night. I don't know that it ruined the night. It ruined my night because I was so disappointed. I was expecting it to at least be like nine hundred two and zero. Oh, okay. Well, I I was I was not expecting you had no good. expectations. No, I was okay. It to be good, so. I mean, first it was the hamburger disappointment because I figured it would at least that, be that's that's called an evening at Burger King, right? The hamburger <laughs> disappointment, right? Well, I figured it would at least be either funny or sexy, not fail at both, but it did. Yeah. And then I like okay, well maybe Melrose Place will at least be like cool, like nine hundred two and zero, but no. It was too screwball to be sexy. Like, any scenes of sex they played for comedy instead, yeah. and it was too screwball-y. Mel Rose Place was sexier than Hamburger the movie. Yeah, I guess with the strings, right? <laughs> that's pretty much the only sexy part that well, happened. The red-headed chick had some sex. Yeah, that's true. She woke up with her shirt wide open. <laughs> and her pants completely on. Yeah. <laughs> like, Close did, on he just, sex. did he just fuck your chest? What, what happened here? <laughs> He did it through osmosis. And then she was talking about how dirty she was. Mm-hmm. And that's when she burned the couch. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. <laughs> She's such a dirty girl. Mental disorders are hilarious. <laughs> anyway, that that is our episode for today, though. We watched two horrible things. <laughs> we did. So, Carol, tell the people, if they don't want to feel horrible, what they could do. Uh, you should go to our website, www.retroLateFee.com, check out our contest, and write us at LateFee1994 at AOL.com, mm-hmm. and tell all your friends. That's right. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.